0: This is the 4501 Podcast, episode 47, why you should know about RCS in 2020.
1: So tell me about your stupid story. I finally
0: got an estimate for my water damage MacBook, how much it's gonna cost to repair
1: is it cheaper than apple
0: it's much cheaper than apple so it's gonna be 425 dollars which is that's pretty good yeah like a third to a quarter or what is that three quarters to two-thirds less than what apple is gonna charge me they said like 1500 to 1600 dollars but by going through this guy in new york i'm gonna save myself a lot of money over a thousand dollars
1: so, I mean, let's talk about what they're actually doing to your, your computer, though. That's the uh, most important part.
0: Yeah, so um, they didn't fix it yet. This is just an estimate, but they looked at it, and they said it's going to be a logic board repair, and logic board is just the same thing as a motherboard. That's just Apple's terminology. And they're going to uh, c- repair individual components on there, so they're going to go desolder and resolder, Capacitors, transistors, stuff like that. So it's going to be a very delicate procedure, but for four hundred and twenty-five dollars, it's the it's the way to
1: go. I know. So they actually think that's going to come back.
0: Yeah, and I think like they'll go through that whole process, and if they can't do it, then they can always replace the logic board. Um, there'll be a different estimate for that, but I think I think at the end of the day, uh, I can walk out of there with um, well, not walk out, but get a new working MacBook. Or a refurbished MacBook.
1: I gotcha. So, so you have to pay the four hundred dollars, and they'll fix the the motherboard, masterboard, motherboard, master mother slash logic, logic board. <laughs> and if they don't fix that, you you got to pay again.
0: Um, I I think if they say they can't fix it, it's no charge. They, oh okay. You know, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. Uh, hopefully I'll have it in a week or so. We'll see. Well, that's
1: good That's good news. That's good news, because talk about what your current setup is right now. Oof,
0: a, a very old laptop running Linux Mint, and uh, it took me like a half an hour to pull up Google Drive on here. So, living in the early 2000s, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs>
1: yeah, I haven't even heard of Linux Mint before.
0: I've tried a bunch of them, Ubuntu, like... Uh, CentOS, all these different ones, but this is the one I like the most so far.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, we're... At, for another episode. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I have no idea about any of those um, <laughs> Linux builds. Th- they're called Linux builds, right?
0: Linux distributions, usually is the term. Linux
1: distributions. Okay, I have no idea about any of those Linux distributions, but um, <laughs> if you want to hear about that, you know, uh, what are the... What's the email and Twitter, Tony?
0: Well, you can email Mark at Mark at the 451podcast.com or Tony at the 4501podcast.com or the 4501podcast at gmail.com or Twitter, the 4501podcast, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yep. Just Google for the 451podcast and we shall pop up. In any case, let's talk about RCS or what, Tony? Rich
0: Communication Services. That means okay,
1: and I should, I should I should say welcome to episode forty-seven. I sh- I didn't say that, so mm. stop welcome, interrupting me, Tony.
0: <laughs> of course, of course, welcome. Um, nobody knows what RCS is. Do you know what RCS is? Uh, nope. No. Nope.
1: Okay. Yeah. Why? So, why should we care about RCS? So that's the thing. So let's let's start off. Why should you care about RCS? Like, why is it important in our in our lives or daily lives, whatever? Well. I think I read a statistic somewhere that
0: 97% of people who have a smartphone s- use text messaging, which is a lot. And um, so RCS is actually the, what is it if it's not a uh, predecessor, it's gonna be like a successor, I guess, to, yeah. to SMS. And maybe, yep. I don't. I think that's like terminology that a lot of people know, but just in case they don't know, SMS is short message service, which is the protocol that Uh, text messaging is based on so if you think about like HTTP the protocol that the Internet's built on like websites and all that stuff SMS is the same thing but just for text messages Um, and then the I guess SMS 2.0 is gonna be something called RCS which already defined as rich communication services now uh, yeah I think I need to say right off the bat that Apple has been using RCS for for quite some time now. And that is what gives the iPhone, um, and a, I guess specifically iMessage, all those additional features such as like read receipts and um, like when you can see somebody typing their message and naming like groups of conversations, like giving it a specific name. Um, that's That's what RCS does. That's just three of the many benefits that RCS gives you. Um, is that making Wait, sense Mark?
1: So, yeah, it does. So it's the little bubbles that pop up when you're, when you're texting, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and you can like, and so
1: like when you have WhatsApp instead of the bubbles, they're not, uh, the bubbles you would have with iMessage, I iMessage for, for WhatsApp, you'd have like check marks. And so mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. if, if someone got, if everyone in your group text has got the message, then it's like two check marks. Mm-hmm. If everyone has read the, the text message in your group chat, those check marks those two check marks turn blue
0: yes yes that is like it's an additional piece of information that has to be sent from the phone to the servers to the other person's phone and like that all has to be synced up and that's uh, like rcs allows you to do that um, i guess that's a good point mark uh, with whatsapp i guess they're using that same protocol to, to accomplish that yeah Even but
1: in the bold, what about and so is that encrypted though because i guess like the one thing about whatsapp is is like privacy right so but does that mean they're always tracking you or is this like a a signal that like once you get it it pings i don't know some like either the other phones or some central kind of um server i don't know
0: yeah i'm not actually that's a really good question i don't know if rcs is encrypted out of the box i didn't do any of that or i didn't see any of that in my research so um I'll have, to, I'll have to look into that, but that's a, I'm sure, I'm sure just the, since it is 2020 almost, um, they have, there has to be some type of encryption, right? They're like not going to be sending plain text text messages over the internet that people can potentially intercept and read. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do.
0: Yeah. So,
1: uh,
0: I'm going to guess that it's encrypted.
1: Yeah. I mean, if, it, if what, <laughs> Are we gonna trace? Trust trace. Are we gonna trust Facebook at face value and say, you know, uh, trust us? We'll we'll <laughs> we'll keep your data private and um, we'll make sure everything is safe, right? Yeah. Well, that's the thing about RCS is because
0: like Facebook is just one like private, uh, I guess public company. Um, yeah. But they control their whole like messenger application. RCS is like a protocol which has to be agreed upon not only from like the people who manufacture the phones, like Samsung and Apple, but also the carriers like AT&T, Sam's or not Samsung, like Sprint, T-Mobile. Um, so all of these different groups of people have to um, work together to implement the RCS protocol. And when you do something like that, there's there. I guess there could still be like some sneakiness going on, but in general, like, um, it's something that is, I guess, out there and open, like kind of like not,
1: yeah, I guess open source, kind of like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do absolutely. Um, but but I think we're getting off topic now, cause, cause we don't care. This this podcast is not about keeping your data safe. We will we will sell your data to make a buck any chance <laughs> that we can, um, and so we're talking about the technology behind Facebook stealing your data. So talk about that more, Tony. So RCS, the bubbles, uh, for the text messages, for mess, uh, for iMessages, and WhatsApp, right? And I guess other, I guess I guess <coughs> Facebook also does it in their messenger too. Because I remember, like, you can. G- I think Facebook was the first messaging service where like if I sent a message it, it said like sent at the bottom and then once they read it it said read mm-hmm. and then that's it and, or maybe Blackberry do you remember Blackberry Messenger used to do that oh I never used that did you have well, you BBM because Blackberry Blackberry Messenger had read receipts also yeah and so I remember we were probably in the peak of Blackberry phones it Was it was a couple of years before the iPhone came out oh god and so I remember every one of my friends had a BlackBerry because of the messaging services. So so the messaging services for BlackBerry was based kind of like messages except it was a little bit easier in a sense where you had a QR code associated with your BlackBerry messenger I guess device. And all you had to do was just like scan that QR code. And the thing about BlackBerry messenger or BBM was uh you could uh Notice when someone read your like got and received and read your text messages or not And so like that was the fascination I think that was the precursor for iMessages because I like, think Apple realized what the Blackberry um, That texting was probably gonna be or like that messaging service was gonna be kind of like the future of cell phones Cuz I mean, I don't even talk to any <laughs> I would say like I rarely call someone on the phone anymore Mm-hmm. like my pr- my phone isn't necessarily a phone device it's more like a messaging device right and i think most people work like that
0: i think so too yeah it's more shifting towards the uh the text over voice i think but um no so so one thing i i want to point out here is there is a difference between instant messaging and what we're talking about rcs right so um i think like blackberry messenger was probably an instant messaging application which strictly goes through the internet and rcs is a little bit different where it's like i don't know the channel that it uses but it's going through um like specifically like the carrier and the 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 network like the cell phone towers to get from point a to point b so like back in i don't know when whenever uh uh, instant messaging was popular with like AOL's AAM, like instant messaging application, that just because there were read receipts or whatever on that application or just because there were read receipts in BBM doesn't mean that they use the RCS protocol. That That's more like Facebook's Messenger where they have their in-house developed application that's not using the text messaging technology you know does does that difference yeah so so
1: so facebook messenger you did that through the web so that's more of like a ht like an internet coding thing um whereas rcs is basically purely by a a cell phone Mm -hmm. yes exactly you need a cell phone so you don't think the the blackberry messenger was like that or do you think that was do you think that was too early to be developed i mean because you said like rcs came about what 2007 right ish yeah, I mean, that's when
0: the protocol was first introduced. And so I think BBM. I think
1: maybe BlackBerry could have just been one of the first early adopters. And we could obviously Google this, but we want to leave you in suspense, and we want to foster a sense of finding your own knowledge. So if you don't know and you are more interested in BlackBerry, Messenger, figuring out uh, if they use RCS, just Google it yourself. And <laughs> uh, thank us for the Google search.
0: Yeah, yeah that's... Uh that's a good idea. We we uh we do our research, but not I guess not that thoroughly.
1: We don't. We we didn't expect BlackBerry Messenger to pop up because BlackBerry is a dead corporation essentially. <laughs> yeah,
0: I agree with that. Um, but w- when we're speaking about dates here, so this is interesting. Something I found in my research: SMS came out in 1992. That was way back in the day. That's even like. A decade before that, like 15 years before the iPhone? When did the iPhone come out?
1: The iPhone came out probably when we were in college or high school, actually, I because I remember someone in my senior year class used it to cheat on one of his tests. I think it was AP APGov. Uh, so AP Gov, I took junior year or was it senior year? It was an easy class. So I might have taken it senior year of high school. And I just remember the kid using his iPhone to fucking cheat on all these tests. <laughs> um, and like I, I ratted him out and uh no, i didn't oh, okay i didn't rat him <laughs> out i didn't rat him out um i just played naive and said uh, blinded it and plus it was an easy class like if you need to cheat that badly bro come on yeah really in any
0: case um
1: so so high school it must have been senior junior of high school so that would have been twenty two thousand seven. 2007 yeah yeah
0: that's i think that's right yeah so 15 years before that i guess. What I'm getting at here is uh, the the first text message was sent, and already now in 2019, that that technology that protocol is slowly fading out and dying. Um, I think one of the characteristic aspects of SMS is the fact that it's 160 characters, and uh, over time, I guess the the carriers and the um, s- cell phone service providers they were able to like concatenate together multiple, if you if you send a long, t- Mark do you remember like back in the day when you would send a really long text message they would split it up into like message one of two and two of two, did you ever have that?
1: I, I did do that because yeah. um, I, I, I remember that actually
0: pretty well yes that happened. That was an artifact I guess of the 160 character limit and is that is that the same limit that Twitter used? Back in the yeah day?
1: and so so that's actually the reason why Twitter had that 160 character limit because uh, I remember Jack Dorsey saying that that um, the 160 character limit was based off Twitter uh, originally because you, you you could tweet from your phone based off SMS and instead of using like the app or the website um, and so that was just the restriction built in. Now obviously you can expand it but um, that's why Twitter's limit was 160 because of that.
0: That makes a lot of sense. So, you could essentially send a text message to, to like, tweet it. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, my my Twitter, I think, my Twitter, I I use the app, but I also was able to send, like, tweet through my phone, um, like, Mm -hmm. by sending text messages. Um, And we've come so far since then.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Remember
1: when Twitter, well, you never had an iPhone, but I remember when Twitter and Facebook were integrated into the Apple OS. And then they got removed. I think that was hilarious.
0: Oh, that was like, how so was it? Was it default? You could installed? literally just
1: like, you can go, I forget what you could do. Um, but it was like integrate to the OS where you could just simply just open up a Dropbox or like not a Dropbox. Yeah. Uh, Drop down. I mm-hmm. forget what what you could do. I think, um, like share Oh, like you had a picture, if you had a picture, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you could like you, you could just like tap on a picture and then post it to Facebook through the OS. Like nowadays you kind of can do that, but you have to have like a Facebook app uh, installed on your phone. Right. So like most OS's today or iOS's today, we're talking about Apple here. Most Apple iOS's today, you need like a Twitter app or the Facebook app or the Instagram app to be downloaded onto your phone. And that links up with your photos. And that's how you can just go like tap on a photo and automatically upload it to Instagram. Back then, you didn't need the app downloaded to your phone. It was automatically integrated into your OS where you just signed in through your profile. And then you could automatically upload it. Nowadays, with all that privacy stuff, Apple has literally done like a complete 180 and removed that from the iOS.
0: Typical Apple locking down their their system yeah but whatever i i expect uh nothing nothing less from them so so like there's so many different like messaging apps and i think i probably have like five of them maybe installed on my phone like what is your go to what's your go to if it's text message like facebook like what do you use to talk to people
1: yeah so i usually just use i most of my friends except for tony uh, pretty much all my friends except for tony have iphones And so my go-to is usually iMessenger, which is the, um, like, the integrated Apple uh, messaging service. I don't use Facebook Messenger, but I do use WhatsApp. WhatsApp is my other second go-to because my family uses that because my dad's like you, Tony. So I guess two people in my lives don't have iPhones. Mm -hmm. Um, But we use, like, we have, like, a family WhatsApp. And WhatsApp is nice because it's actually an easy messaging service that, like, both Android and Apple users can use. Um, and so that's kind of like my go-to beyond that. I really don't use other, um, messenger service on like a daily basis, but there's so many, uh, honestly, um, it's tough and it'd be nice if you could just organize them into one giant app, but obviously yeah. you can't do that. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't think that's what they're aiming for, but RCS may potentially be a step in that direction because like, if RCS is bridges the gap between like iPhone and Android, right? You can you can right now if you just have an Android phone, you're never going to see those um, those read receipts or those typing indicators when you send an, a text. But um, with RCS implemented, which is going to be I think very soon in the Android world, when you send a text to an iPhone, I think you'll start being able to see those type of benefits of RCS protocol.
1: So, so one question I have for you is: Is RCS sent via cell phone service, or is it sent by like data?
0: Mm. I don't know. Like, I don't know if they. That's a good question. I uh, I know they used to keep it, track cause of SMS like SMS is definitely like,
1: because SMS is definitely sent by a cell phone service. Yeah, or like cell phone signal.
0: I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's sent by uh like cell
1: phone, like not not data. By data. Oh, you're gonna say but well, why, but, why or I, maybe I would a combination? Agree, disagree with that because if you don't have data, I know this for a fact: your iMessages don't go through, but your text messages do.
0: Mm, okay, okay, M- maybe it's a combination of the two then, because uh, you can s- maybe send just like the basic text part of it, or I don't know, I don't know. It could go either way.
1: Okay, all right. I think because I, I feel like RCS, RCS is is, is iMessenger, right? Like 100. percent When you get those blue bubbles.
0: Yeah, that's that's. Exactly. And like uh, something else that I didn't mention was the fact that they don't compress the pictures like it, or videos. You know, if you send well, a text. That's a
1: lie. No, that's such a lie. Really?
0: As much as text. Like, so when okay. you send a video across text, it's like pixelated, like beyond belief. But if you send it on iMessage or Hangouts, then it's like more close to what it was, you know? Or okay. Am, yeah. Because I, I, I definitely I don't saw any...
1: some like really shitty. Oh, I can't see that. Well, well, you won't bleep that out. Sorry. You already um, dropped the I F-bomb d- earlier. It's okay. No, I didn't. Get out of you here. You did. I did I really? Yeah. Facebook? <laughs> no, no. The other F-bomb. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I think that, you know, I think SMS, because Apple or even Android, does Android have like an RCS platform? They don't. They just send it via text, right?
0: Yes, but I think like with this update, They're they will. are building now. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so do you think there's going to be cross compatibility?
0: I think so. I think that's the end goal, right? Between okay. all ca- all carriers, all um, phone providers, Apple, Google, everything like that is a unification. See,
1: so, like the one thing I've always wanted to do, and this is the tough. This is very tough because I don't know if they're going to get around to it. I hope they do. Is I would. I think iMessage is is like the the hallmark group messaging service. I think everyone in the world. Uses iMessages to some extent. Even if they don't have an Android phone, the likelihood of them having a, like a Mac computer or like an i iP- kind of like you, right? Like you don't have an Android phone, but you have an iMac or, or a MacBook Pro um, or Vice some versa. sort of Apple device, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think kind of unifying iMessages throughout Windows and Mac OS products it would be like great. Because I, I know some people who just use PCs at work or whatever, and if they have the ability to download like an iMessage an app for Windows, that would be great, you know. Because then you can just use your PC to type in messages. Um, but at this point, it's not easy to do whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I could. I don't see Apple ever releasing. Yeah, that's Windows an a- app, that's app an Apple front.
1: Apple Microsoft thing. Like Microsoft yeah. would need to support it, and Apple would need to be like generous to do it. But obviously Mm -hmm. Microsoft has their own ambitions and hates Apple and all the jazz. So that's never going to happen. You're absolutely right. But one can dream, Tony. We can dream. One can dream. That's for sure.
0: I think think that should give you guys a pretty good idea about what RCS is, Uh, the acronym, what it stands for. Actually, you know what? I, I learned this recently. An acronym is only an acronym if you, like, say it as a word. RCS is not an acronym because you don't say, like, irks. Like, you know. Um, like scuba is an acronym because you say the word scuba. Okay. That that's just a fun fact. Bonus fact here on the forty-five hundred one podcast.
1: I did not Mark, know that. So thank you. Mark doesn't seem too thrilled. I I didn't think about that before. I've never heard about that. <laughs> well, now you know. So so what uh, is so what is what is R C S just initials? I guess so. Yeah yeah. It's not an acronym. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, there's. Let's get outside Vive messages, right? Let's talk about other different messaging platforms. So like we use Google Hangouts, even though that's a dying breed. Um there's Duo and Allo made by Google. That's probably a dying breed too. Dying as well, yeah. <laughs> um and so let's just talk about other messaging platforms. What do you think?
0: Yeah, yeah. There's um many different ways to communicate now in twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Um and sometimes they're a little bit hidden, like d- DMs, direct messaging, on apps like Instagram and Snapchat. Now I don't use Snapchat, but I do use Instagram or Twitter. Twitter use is DMs too. Twitter. Yeah, yeah.
1: Twitter was the ultimate DM. Do you ever hear the expression "slide into DMs"? No. What's that? <laughs> it's when a guy was hitting on a girl, he would just slide into her DMs by just like sending her a DM. Ah, I like it. Yeah. So you smooth. Do <laughs> yeah. It's the modern modern era, Tony do you still Um, use twitter i use it on a professional basis i have a personal account um, and i have a, a professional and a private account private account i use it just to like look up news and information my professional account I actually use that to follow um scientists and just kind of get outreach out there if our like if a paper is out that i think is interesting um if my own paper has come out and published um i'll use that for that Uh, A lot of big name scientists use Twitter for some reason to spread kind of the direction and future of our field. So I'll use that. A lot of journals, academic journals, they will tweet out new publications. So honestly, the one thing about science, and we could talk about this at some point with maybe Nick, um, but there's so many freaking journals out there. And there's just so many different publication sources where you can, you can get data. And so it's very hard in the field to actually get a grip on or grasp like, like new uh, manuscripts, new articles, new uh, like stories that have come out. And so it's hard to keep up to date on like who's published what because there's just so many different sources where you could go to, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, and so, so Twitter is actually an easy way to do that because you just follow a couple people, and or you follow the journals that you like reading, and they will constantly tweet out like, "Oh, this is a new submission we got. Here it is," and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I like that. It's uh, the built-in like networking is like really cool feature of Twitter that you can. Yeah,
1: just- and and honestly, that's really needed in today's scientific world because. Like I said, there's may, probably hundreds of, of just science, biology journals alone, and you could send to either one of them, and you can get your pa- pu- paper, paper published in either of them if it's worthy enough. Um, so it's just tough, it's, but it's, it helps you keep up to date on kind of what's going on in the field.
0: Mhm. Then mm-hmm. you can slide right into some of those scientists'
1: DMs. Yeah, I wish, to- man. I wish. <laughs> most of them. <laughs> Just send them a DM. <laughs> you know, I should say sliding to DMs is, is kind of like a negative connotation. Okay. So probably not the best thing in the world to do. It's for like – it's like for <laughs> – it's for like – you could slide into a lot of people's DMs. But like it's usually said when like someone <laughs> – when like a girl has recently broken up with her boyfriend. And then the oh guy tries to jump on that. So oh my god, you oh. can totally do that. I can't do that. I would get divorced, which is no oh, yeah, not I don't not happening. Do don't do it. Don't do it.
0: I won't um, do it. The 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 big one that we're talking about, or I guess we didn't talk about, was email. Right? That's that's a
1: no huge one uses email anymore. Stop it, dude.
0: You use it all the time. I'm sure at work, and I use it, and I don't even work. Like that's true. I, I, all right.
1: <laughs> oh oh, you mean in that like I, you're not like in like a daily conversation? Like you're t- well, I guess.
0: Yeah, I it's, guess you're right. It's like a messaging platform sort of. I I don't know. It's it, it go it's like its own thing, I guess.
1: Yeah, okay. So l- let's talk about this. Since what's physical back to RCS. Does email use RCS? No, no, no. Email uses what does email use? Like I mean, They use they use HTML, definitely.
0: Yes, the the you read an email in HTML. Um but the protocol to get from one point to the other is pop through like there's so many different ones like did
1: you ever have, oh, like pop i'm at oh, oh so the, I'm that's what that means so like I whenever bo- you have to link an email to your like iphone and you can't go through like like you, let's say you had like a like a <laughs> i don't know uh well give me a like obscure email account um, uh aol Hot sure mail. no that's not that obscure Is that what you mean more. no like if you so back when we had okay so back when i first got my iphone okay i know that's for a fact when I was linking my iPhone to like Loyola email, Microsoft didn't have like a built-in app. Mm. and So Microsoft's servers were not built in to Apple's iOS, kind of like what I talked about before with Twitter and Facebook. And so basically I had to route, like I had to, uh, it's not port forwarding, but I had to like put in the protocol Mm -hmm. for my email address, like my servers and all that stuff. And then yeah. I could I had to go that way. And so it was like iMap versus pop3 or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're essentially like telling your phone where to check, what server to check for and what port to check on for your your email updates. And if you're sending an email to send it through there as well. That's all that 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 is. But that's yeah, that comes back to the protocol for um for email in that case. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Um, One, I think we we're covering a whole lot of different apps here. One, one that I don't think is too popular in the U.S., but I've seen when I was traveling, is WeChat. You know, so WeChat? that's big in China. Yeah, yeah. It's like you get looked at the wrong way
1: if you don't have a WeChat when you're in in Asia. You know. <laughs> oh, the, oh, wait. So, so someone who was just let's bring in tech and travel to merge tech and travel right now. So, right. as someone who was traveling for the, like the last few months did you use wechat at all I mean, no i never that big?
0: I, I never got a wechat account um the reason because a lot of people usually have instagram or facebook or just one of the two and you can always communicate through that like there's always some alternative messaging application that's common between travelers that you meet so, okay cool but, I, I mean, I should check it out anyway, right? Just to... Well, I mean, if you're going
1: back to China... I think the one thing about WeChat, which is... um, I want to put this politically correct. I think they censor. Like, I think it's a, uh, it's a predominantly Chinese app. And so, I think they had to... Uh, I th- This is speculation. If I'm wrong, tweet me. Email me. Say I'm wrong. And I will redact it next episode. Or two episodes from now. Or whenever. <laughs> uh, get your email. Um... But like I think they had to uh adhere to some governmental restrictions in order to get going.
0: Uh like in China, you mean? Yeah. Like oh, yep. okay, okay. Wow. Yeah, it's uh it's a different world over there. Yeah, obviously.
1: Um but we can't end on that. So let's talk about um I don't know. What Google Hangout. Let's talk about why, do you know why Google is like killing off these app, their their messaging apps? Like, do you think they're just not going that direction anymore?
0: I think they just dug themselves in a huge hole with like, literally like six to eight different ways to talk to people. Like they have multiple, multiple apps to do the same thing. They need to like unify it. So I, that's my opinion at least,
1: you know? yeah i do and so unification is very important so if you're making a messenger app don't do it make sure it's unified though
0: yeah if you're making a messenger app good luck in 2019 like you're really late to the game
1: so so where do you think okay well let's talk since we so we know where we're at now um where do you think like messaging is i where do you think messaging is going Ooh, good question Like, do you think RCS is is kind of... Is there, like, a future projection for RCS? Like, what... Is there, like... Can you do something with RCS that, like, we haven't thought of, you know?
0: Oh, um, no, not necessarily. Just because iPhone's been using it for so long. The benefits that we listed already is, is pretty much the extent of it. It's just when you compare it to SMS, it's, like, a world of difference better. That's all.
1: Okay. And so you think, like, RCS... In the end, the, will someone develop something that's going to be better than RCS?
0: Absolutely, yeah. You think so? Th- this is going to wor- live for like 15 to 20 years, and then there's going to be something else. Just, okay. Yeah,
1: that's my maybe, prediction. Maybe you'll develop that, Tony, and then get rich and then pay for my uh, uh, everything I need.
0: <laughs> okay, if I if I do that, I promise to do that.
1: If okay. If I do that, I promise to do that, yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, in any case, do you think we have anything else to cover for RCS? Do you think you, the people should know about RCS anything, uh, further?
0: No, I think they're probably sick of us saying RCS, RCS.
1: No, it's not an acronym though. Just remember that. (laughs) That's right. They're, they're, they're just initials.
0: Yeah. If nothing else today, if you didn't learn anything, walk away with that. (laughs) That's an acronym.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or, or Google needs to unify their app, their messaging service.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, we give or you or so or why
1: Twitter's max is one or why Twitter's max character limit used to be 160 characters.
0: That was a good one too. We yeah, this was jam packed with value this episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. So honestly, you know, thank you for listening. Uh, next week, what are we talking about, Tony?
0: We're gonna revisit streaming, the streaming wars, cable cutting, all that stuff.
1: Yep. Um, and so, without anything else, I guess. So, Tony, take us out. Don't screw it up, please
0: thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening to this week's episode of the 451 podcast we will see you next time
1: we will see you next time peace out hey everyone thanks for listening to this episode Please follow us on Twitter at The4501 Podcast to keep up with the latest news and events. If you have any suggestions for episodes or would like to contact us, shoot us an email at the4501podcast at gmail.com.